Hello friends out in cyberspace. This is Majora the Nurse once again for our latest installment of Good Vibes with Majora the Nurse. And actually I named it after this particular book that I'm going to be um, quoting from today. You may have heard me mention this in the first couple of episodes and now I'm using it again to wrap up season one. <laughs> I can't believe this is episode 15, I think, 14 or 15, but I just can't believe I've done that many. Okay, so this book is <clears throat> reminding me of some things about myself, you know, reminding me that I have more power than I realize. Um, the book is called Good Vibes, Good Life, How Self-Love is the Key to Unlocking Your Greatness by Vex King which sounds like a, a pseudonym or whatever you say, a uh, ghostwriter name. <laughs> um, so this book is awesome. It's about, you know, habits we have that maybe aren't positive in our lives. We all have those. Um, it could pertain to anything. It could be something you relate to in your family life or school life or with siblings or parents or your own kids, I, you know, it could be anything. Um, but when you have a positive attitude, everything is better. Gosh, everything. And you know, that funny saying, a happy wife, happy life. <laughs> I mean, it is a little, um, sexist, but it, uh, it's kind of true because it's not about the other person. If you're happy, you can you can create happiness for yourself. Okay, so what I'm going to read to you, the title of this chapter is called The Law of Vibration. The universe responds to your vibration. It will return whatever energy you put out. I'm going to read just a, a short bit. Beyond the law of attraction is the law of vibration. It's the key component to a greater life. Once you learn and apply the ideas around this law, your life will transform. This isn't to say that you'll avoid all difficulties. What you will do, though, is find a way to take control and create a life that feels just as good as it looks. One of the earliest authors of self-improvement literature is Napoleon Hill. His 1937 book, Think and Grow Rich... <laughs> 1937, remains one of the best-selling books of all time, and many of the world's entrepreneurial gurus praise its guidance to achieving success. Maybe I should check that out. Hill's research for his book included interviews with 500 successful men and women to find out what they'd done uh, to attain their success, and he then shared the wisdom he'd accumulated from them. Among his conclusions, he claimed, We are what we are because of the vibrations of thought which we pick up and register through the stimuli of our daily environment. That's the end of the quote. Let me read that again. We are what we are because of the vibrations of thought which we pick up and register through the stimuli of our daily environment. Vibrations of thought which we pick up and register through the stimuli of our daily environment. 
Hill makes many references to the concept of vibration in his book. And you'll see the word vibration, today commonly abbreviated to vibe, a number of times in my book too. This book I'm reading. Yet many years later, and many later editions of Hill's book removed any mention of the word vibration. Perhaps the publishers didn't believe the world was ready for Hill's concept. Even today, metaphysical laws related to vibration are under criticism due to a lack of scientific evidence. Which boggles the mind because we know atoms vibrate. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, today, even today, medical, metaphysical laws related to vibration are under criticism due to lack of scientific evidence. Except what you can see. Uh, okay. Um, maybe I'm wrong. But despite this, there have been a number of attempts to explain the law of vibration. Scientists Dr. Bruce Lipton and author Greg Braden are among those at the forefront of bridging the gap between science and spirituality. And that was scientist Dr. Bruce Lipton and author Greg Braden. And they're at the forefront of bridging the gap between science and spirituality, which is pretty awesome. Their ideas on how our thoughts affect our lives support the concepts suggested by the law of vibration, even if some believe it to be no more than modern pseudoscience. Regardless, I for one have found that the law of vibration resonates deeply with me and helps me make sense of life, and I know many others who have discovered this too. I've seen miraculous changes occur from using the law of vibration, and whether you become a believer or remain on the other side of the fence, throughout this book you'll learn that the law of vibration does no harm. Sometimes first-hand experience is more valuable than any data measurable in numbers or graphs. So what is the law of vibration? To begin with, remember that everything is made up of atoms. Hey. <laughs> and every atom is a little vibration. <gasps> Gosh, I feel so smart sometimes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> therefore, all matter and energy is vibrational by nature. Ha, that's what I thought. I'm glad I'm right. Okay. If you think back to school, you were taught that solids, liquids, and gases are all different states of matter. The frequency of the vibrations at a molecular level defines what state they're in and how they appear to us, which I know a lot about doing science projects with the kids, with water and ice and, you know, all the things. Okay, reality as we perceive it occurs. Okay, I had a blip. Forgive me. Uh, reality as we perceive it occurs through matching vibrations. In other words, for reality to be perceived, we have to be vibrationally compatible with it. The human ear, for example, will only hear sound waves between 20 and 20,000 vibrations per second. It doesn't mean the other sound waves don't exist. We just can't perceive them. And then they give the dog whistle example. In his book, The Vibrational Universe, spiritual author Kenneth James Michael McLean, I think it's all four, Kenneth James Michael McLean, or McLean, writes that our five senses, our thoughts, as well as matter and energy, are all vibrational. 
all five senses, our thoughts, as well as matter and energy, are all vibrational. He argues that reality is perception defined by vibrational interpretation. Okay. He argues that reality is perception defined by vibrational interpretation. <laughs> Our universe is clearly a deep sea of vibrational frequencies, meaning that reality is a vibrational ether that's responsive to changes in vibration. If the universe is responsive to our thoughts, words, feelings, and actions, because according to McLean, they're all vibrational, then it's assumed by the law of vibration that we can control our reality. And then in bold, it says, change the way you think, feel, speak, and act, and you begin to change your world. I mean, kind of makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like common sense, but boy, I don't know that we all really live that way or think that at the front of our minds as we go about our daily lives. Okay, to bring an idea into existence, or rather into your perception, you must match its vibrational frequency. The more real or solid something is to you, the closer you are to it vibrationally. This is why when you truly believe in something and act as if it were already true, you increase the chances of it coming to, to you in your physical reality. Which, by the way, is a lot of what the law of attraction is. Um, the law of vibration, it seems to me, I'm not reading obviously, to me they seem like almost the same thing so far. And that's just a side note. Um, to receive or perceive the reality you wish to have, you must be in energetic harmony. That needs to be sung. <laughs> you must be in energetic harmony with that which you desire. <clears throat> this means that our thoughts, emotions, words, and actions must align with that, with what we want. This can be represented by taking two tuning forks that are calibrated to the same frequency. I've seen this done. <clears throat> Actually, we use these in nursing. And uh, when I was in school, we used to um, learn, but also goof around with the um, tuning forks. <laughs> if you strike one of them so that it starts vibrating, the second fork will also start vibrating while remaining untouched. The vibration from the struck tuning fork transfers to the untouched tuning fork because they're attuned to the same frequency. They're in vibrational harmony. If they're not in vibrational harmony, then the vibration of the stuck of the struck tuning fork will not translate to the other. So what that means is if they were different notes, like if one was high and one was low, I don't think it would make the other one vibrate. They have to be the same note. Um, okay, similarly, to listen to a specific radio station, you have to tune the receiver to the frequency of that station. This is the only way you can hear it. If you tune it to a different frequency, you'll end up listening to a completely different station. Once you're in vibrational resonance with something, 
you begin to attract it into your reality. The best way to identify what frequency you're on is through your emotions. Your emotions show a true reflection of your energy. Sometimes we can believe we're in a positive state of mind or taking great actions, but deep down we know we're not. We're just pretending. If we pay attention to our emotions, like the real ones, the real deal emotions that maybe we don't show other people. Um, if we pay attention to our real emotions, we can see the true nature of our vibration, but we can kind of assess where we are and therefore what we're attracting currently into our lives. Good point. If we feel good, we'll think good thoughts, and as a result, we'll take positive actions because it's a positive cycle instead of like, I think of the pain cycle. It's like a positive cycle. It's like you think that good things, then they start coming and then, and you're feeling good. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> It doesn't focus on the opposite end of the spectrum, and I, I won't either, but I definitely have seen that mm, having a negative self-image or um, just feeling overwhelmed, that really is all it takes, lowers the vibrations to like zilch and your energy and your mood and, and you know, depression but i think depression is just a stupid word that can apply to you know a multitude of of situations but when you're feeling down for an extended period of time i mean it doesn't need a name that that is what it is <clears throat> but the idea that we can imagine what it will feel like again to be genuinely happy what is it right now that's bothering you? Okay, it's a thousand things, write them down. If it's two things, write them down. Okay, that's bothering me, I put it on paper, now I can see it, it's not all inside me, it's right there, okay. I think that's the first step. But then, we can kinda try to think about, okay, if this is what I'm feeling inside, then that means that's kinda my vibration right now, so does that mean I'm attracting more? of what I don't like and that is what I am right now? I think the answer would be yes. Maybe it hasn't happened yet and you can miss you can you can get away from it. I'm hoping for that. Um but yeah, assess where we are now and what can we change if we just change our outlook. It it sounds like things start falling into place. So that's that's what I've got. Happy Friday. <laughs> That's what I've got for today. Um, <laughs> the name of this chapter was A Matter of Vibes. <laughs> I think everything's a matter of vibes. So on that note, um, I'm actually taping this on Christmas Eve. And it's got me thinking that I'd like to do a really special one for tomorrow. Um, I'll probably have it out tomorrow night. It won't be first thing. Uh, but I wish you all a very Merry Christmas Eve. 
Stay healthy, stay safe, and if you can, hug those loved ones as tight as you can. And give them a great big hug and let them know how much you care about them. And um, have a wonderful Christmas Eve. Thank you.